0: The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at bicbp-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct: Consistency, Creativity, Culture. On today's "What If" episode, Andrew and I take a look back at the highly controversial Al Davis and Pete Rozelle feud over the movement of the Raiders to Los Angeles. What would happen if Rozelle had stopped? The movement in its tracks. Would it affect future teams from relocating? We'll discuss it today. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Matt Johnson, and this is the Two Point Conversation. Hi, Andrew. How you doing? Ah, uh, I could be better. <laughs> could be better. It's been tough. I got I got cucked by Zuck and uh serving my serve my Facebook band. It's been a, uh, but uh I'm doing
1: okay. How are you? Not too bad. That's why I stay off of social media as much as possible. Stupid. It was just
0: a meme. It was just a meme.
1: Well intended. I'm a Colts fan. Oh, it's yeah, but you always get that one. There's always one, There's I always hate gonna be it. it's always going to be. So, what
0: happened, everybody, is Saturday, one o'clock ish. I got uh, I got dinged by Facebook. I made an Andrew Luck meme making fun of how he used to cut compliment guys, uh, but look absolutely destroyed. It was, um, It was pretty good. It was pretty, it was funny, right? It was doing well for itself. I've seen it, you know, stuff like that before. And then I, yeah, I got dinged for it by Facebook and I got a two day restriction. I can't post in groups for six days and my stuff doesn't get, um, won't get seen by a whole lot of people in groups for like 30 days. So, um, yeah, life is good. Life is great. Uh, That's kind of what I've been dealing with. It pissed me off. It kind of ruined my night. I was, I've been in a good mood lately, sort of, because the Facebook page has been crushing it, doing really well for itself. But, um, yeah, (laughs) here we are. Um, but today is Andrew's choice for a, what if, and he picked a fun one. Uh, I do gotta advise people. This is our last year of doing what ifs. Me and Andrew discussed it. Well, never say never, but um, me and Andrew been talking about it. We've done a lot of the bigger what ifs, and yeah. uh, we've we I think we've hit most of the ones that people care about. Obviously, if we try hard enough, you can find some. But the, the, I don't know how much meat is on the you know bone left for these what ifs. We've been doing this for three years now. So uh, next year, we're going to, our off season stuff is going to be, it's going to be easy. It's going to be easy listening, easy Monday stuff, probably geared more to a newer audience, but we're going to do football video game reviews. All right. We're going back to the, we're going to go back to the beginning of of video game time and we're going to run through you know, classics and try and work our way up to the, uh, and work our way up to the modern era. I think we get, uh, what do we say? The off season is like 30 something weeks.
1: I think 37 Well, 30. our off season. Yeah. yeah. 37, 37 weeks,
0: um, roughly. And so I think that's enough time to get some, Uh, to get a a good dent of video game uh, reviews and we're actually going to do a few this year or actually one before the at least one before the end of this year Um, and uh, just to kind of see it out feel it out it's going to be going to our YouTube channel some of the gameplay that we do but um, it's you know it it's it's easier. It's a good time. I think a lot of people like video games. A lot of people appreciate um, video games. And football games have come a very very long way since it's uh, you know since their inception back with the Atari Twenty Six Hundred and
1: back in the seventies, right? The yeah, Atari Twenty Six Hundred came out in the seventies. Even though yeah. it's, I think seventy seven. That's how old that thing is. I think so too. So
0: a long way way before player licensing and all that fun stuff. We're going to go back and we're going to take a journey through the history of video games. That will be next off season, but we will, like I said, we will do one. Um We will do one before. Uh I don't know if we can spoil it yet. I don't think it really matters. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't think people are like, Oh God, what's it going to be? Yeah. Uh, me and Andrew are both players of the Oculus headset or the meta quest. They call it now. Um, And we're going to review a VR football game, which is really exciting. Um, that we've been, you, me and Andrew have played Andrew's kids have played. I love showing people to play it and we're going to do a kind of review and, and literally talk through us playing it, some of the, the various features. So, uh, but yeah, we'll be at it to YouTube. We'll be using it for, uh, for, for Facebook video purposes and whatnot, but that's kind of the direction where our Monday's episodes are going to go for the off season. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, we got a couple weeks left of of doing what ifs, and uh, this is one we randomly talked about. Was it on with Was it with NFL history we mentioned?
1: I think it was like just random conversation before we recorded. I think so too.
0: I can't really remember um, fully, but uh, we were chatting, and, and Andrew brought up. You know, something about relocating. That's something to do with Al Davis. Um you always gotta do something. Always, it's always gotta do something. If it's the seventies or eighties and it's something controversial, Al Davis is probably at the center Arnold of it. Davis is right there.
1: And we and we we like the Raiders, don't worry. Do we? Yes, we do.
0: We do. I don't, I don't care what some old dude on Facebook who looks like Hulk Hogan says, I we like the Raiders. <laughs> um but uh but yeah, so we want to talk about it because this is actually a very important moment in NFL history. It's a it's a massive turning point. I'm actually really glad that we threw this one together um, to do because this was the first major I, – I want. I don't oh, – okay. okay, let me rephrase this. This is the first modern era move, right, in NFL history. So we're talking Super Bowl era. It was a uh, – this was a game changer. And if this doesn't happen – I, we we don't know
1: what that's what we're going to discuss today. We don't know what the future of the NFL looks like. Can yeah, cuz the last big NFL move was the Chicago Cardinals to St. Louis in 1960. The last big move in professional football was right before the merger of the Dallas Texans of the AFL moved to Kansas City to become the Chiefs in
0: 1963.
1: Right. And now yeah, was fine after that.
0: After that, for a little while, I don't think one hit the magnitude, even if you look back at those earlier eras. Um, you know, teams moved all the time just to try and find a home, but nothing I think was bigger than the Raiders, uh, who had established themselves in Oakland since its origins, right? It it, had since 1960, it had been the Oakland Raiders, yes. Um, and so this is a you know, a a 20 year foothold that the team had, gave Oakland something to be i mean they have the athletics and such but you know it was people talk about the raiders a lot more than they do about the oakland a's that's for sure so they the f-
1: didn't actually come though to oakland until the 70s oh really they i'm not were, a baseball guy so i have no idea They were. here we go let's kick some baseball stuff if i'm not correct it wasn't until about maybe in the 70s because before that, they were the Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Athletics. Oh, no, and before okay. that, they were the Kansas City Athletics. Mm. So, so they bounced o- around quite a bit. So
0: literally, yeah. the Raiders were all that Oakland had as far as sports teams go, right? Uh,
1: let me just, I just want to double check because I don't want somebody to go, no, that's not how it is. Um, but yeah, I, as far as I know, they were, oh, here we go. So they didn't go to Oakland until nineteen sixty-eight. So I was a little bit off. Sixty-eight, but that's close two enough years away from the seventies.
0: By that time the Raiders were well established and right yeah. at a time when professional football was hitting its peak, though, too. That's that's yeah. the thing. Um so for those who don't know what happened with this, basically uh Al Davis like a lot of owners didn't want to pay for amendments to a stadium <laughs> that he Pretty was much. utilizing. Uh, I think that's probably simply put. Uh, but the thing was though, that Al Davis technically didn't own this like at all. He was just, they were kind of, it was kind of leased out to the Raiders. Some, some teams kind of own their stadium. I feel some, some teams kind of have like that control. Like I feel like Lucas oil is Jim Mercer's all day. Dallas uh, AT&T Stadium is Jerry Jones creation all day, right? At least that's the way it looks. Um yeah. but Oakland was one of those teams that shared it with eventually the Oakland A's, right? They they oh, share the yeah. same stadium. Uh they're one of the last teams to do so as far as sharing a stadium with the baseball team. But uh that's that's not for, you know, that doesn't come to fruition for a little while. But anyways, um al davis wanted to change uh you know and make some amendments the nfl was getting bigger and well, i do remember one of the things being he wanted additional seating at oakland didn't have enough seats to host um football for the expansion that was coming it was one of the smaller stadiums in the national football league at that time i know that was a big thing when the raiders did move back to oakland in the 90s they had to beg uh they want they Oakland agreed to add like 20,000 seats, which is in, insane, but it became this big legal battle and Al Davis was voted against. There was, there was legit votes about the Raiders relocating. And I don't know. I, I don't think Al Davis is the most popular guy, but I think he got crushed like 22, nothing in in the votes and in, in voting the first time. And he's like, no, I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to yeah. do it anyways. So it ended up being the city of Los Angeles, the 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 the, the Memorial Coliseum, as well as Al Davis. Uh, it became this antitrust thing against the NFL for putting in next this deal, and a jury actually sided with the Raiders. I mean, this is the simply put version of this. A jury actually sided with the Raiders, and the Raiders were allowed to relocate. But this is the thing: how there's been a lot of team re- relocations since then if I'm not mistaken. Some of the ones that come to mind, Cleveland, uh, the Browns, the Colts, yeah. the Chargers, the Oilers. Rams, twice, the Oilers um, is a big one. That's six right there. That's six teams and the Raiders once again <laughs> and the Raiders once again, so that's well, the kinda, Raiders twice again, <laughs> right? Yeah. It, it, I just, I know it's, it's like, it's crazy. It's, Insane. Um, and I'm, you know, if I really thought about it, I'm sure there's been, um, you know, I'm sure there might have been another team or two that has relocated. Uh, but that's a, that's at least a quarter of the NFL today.
1: Actually, you named them all since they moved. And if you, there's probably been more big movement, like just looking at this list that I have here. Uh, if you look at like the 20s you you got tons of movement 20s like you said 20s 30s 40 even there's only one movement in the 40s but between the 20s and the 30s there's a lot of movement like you said teams just trying to stay afloat um and then all of a sudden it's like dead chicago cardinals is probably the most easiest one that is like okay i completely understand it because i think it's hard to have two football teams anywhere yeah i mean even the chargers are kind of feeling that now but in chicago where it's a bear city so why would you even have them there right it's it's a completely fair point so
0: so yeah so obviously al davis won moved the Ra- uh, Raiders to Los Angeles where they played at the Memorial Coliseum, which is still up today. Um, I believe
1: the Rams were just playing in it a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, th- that's why they moved to the Coliseum because the Rams just moved out. Okay. So the Rams moved out and the Coliseum was like, we need a football team. We right. have what a hundred, there's like a hundred thousand seats because it was built for, I forgot what year for the Olympics. And the Rams were like, no, we're kind of good on this. We're going to go. I think they moved to somewhere in Anaheim. Cause that's always- oh, So they were still in California. The Rams? Yeah. Yeah, they were still in California. But they, they just, just
0: weren't using that stadium. So it wasn't that big of a deal. This was a, this was a bigger deal because this is
1: still state, but moving to another one big
0: city to another.
1: I think more of the city of Los Angeles was looking at probably a tax situation. We right. can make money off of this. People will come into it. Anaheim is like right there and you could call yourself Los Angeles. Yeah. The angels have done that where they've been the Anaheim angels, the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim, like for years. So that was, I think that was the big thing. It was, we need somebody to fill this stadium and why not bring in the Raiders if Oakland's not going to accommodate to them. Right. Um, So that was the thing.
0: So. Again, this set off a big chain of of events because there were other teams that were having issues um, within their own cities. Within that, of making amendments to to make things, um, you know, to make things better for yeah. for NFL fans, and 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 to, I mean, obviously the the ultimate goal of any entertainment business is to make money. So, you know, this was this was huge. But the thing is here: what if you know Rosell and company? won this fight. That's what we're looking at today. Uh why not take a look at some of the different um you know th- some of the different situations and 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 really discuss what could have happened. Uh honestly, my first thing is I think the that the league would be in trouble if they had stayed to tough luck, you have to stay here. I mean, maybe things would have worked out. But I feel like there's teams at risk of folding.
1: I I think it's that. I don't know about folding, folding. But I think it comes down to condition of stadium. And or you're you live in Western New York still? I'm from Western New York, and that was the big huge thing. Uh, whatever I still refer to it as Rich Stadium, Ralph Wilson Stadium. I don't know what the hell it's called anymore. So that is where a lot of your revenue comes in is through your stadium, like Al Davis was saying, but not only because of the sponsorships now, the Heinz field thing. So that is a very, very old stadium. We have in orchard park. Yes. Very old by NFL means very old. I think 1973, it was built. Yep. So, That probably would mean if they don't if they were if this was blocked and nothing with the stadium, the bills could not kind of force the state, the county to say, hey, we need money to build this stadium because they'd be like, what are you going to do? Move? (laughs) You're not moving anywhere. Nobody's going to let you move. Because of the stadium is not up. It's a pretty decent stadium, but from what you see, you've been to Lucas Oil. Oh, it pales in comparison to Lucas Oil. Yeah. So, I think that's the big thing: is you can't use that threat to move. And that's your big. It sounds crazy, but in business or whatever, it sounds like a little kid move. But you can't use that to say I'm I'm out of here right you're, you're stuck in that stadium you don't get the mega stadiums you don't get the wi-fi you don't get the uh people delivering food or all the other cool things that i've heard <laughs> happens in all the other stadiums you're still sitting in you know the ralph when whipping back and forth being cold and just wishing your team could do something so I think that's the, I think that's the biggest thing is you can't use it as a threat. And I think that's why the Colts were so easily like, you're not going to upgrade my stadium. I'll go find somebody else that will. It it played a huge factor.
0: And it. I think, I don't think the Colts move unless that Raiders, unless Al Davis wins that case. I think retrospectively, Um you know, it was bad. It was it was a really bad situation. We all know who Robert Ursay is, I think, as a person, as a business guy, not mm-hmm. the not the best person. Even Jim Ursay, as much as he loves his dad, realizes how flawed that his dad was uh, mm-hmm. when running the team. And you know, the 80s, those early 80s teams of the Colts, not very good. Not very good. It's and that doesn't help either when you can't put a good football product on the field. Right, and you're just stuck. If you're if you are if you are not allowed to relocate, and you're you're a bad football team, you got kind of everything working against you. This is why a lot of those early 1900s, you know, those 1920s, 30s teams folded because they were playing in cities that didn't support them, or they were playing in cities that were primarily baseball, and you know, primarily baseball towns, cities that just didn't care about football because football wasn't anywhere close to where it is today. So, you know, in Baltimore's case, Baltimore hit. you know, Baltimore had kind of moved on for Burt Jones at that point. Um, I think he was, I think he was gone or retired by then. Uh, all their stars from the seventies, they really hadn't re- recollected. They haven't really gathered themselves since the Johnny Unitas era. And there was some just bad coaching, bad, players bad performances i this team i i think after like 77 78 the culture largely irrelevant in the grand scheme of the national football league and if you're you have a city that doesn't want to help support you right they're like oh it it, it i i understand the plight that owners should put in a certain percentage or a massive percentage into nfl stadiums if they're going to have some control over it they that should be a thing that owners contribute to. And this was a flaw of Robert Ursay and you know other future people. But um it, it's it Baltimore I don't think Baltimore survives. I don't think Baltimore survives. I I really don't think of it. And it might kill football in that town.
1: That's such a strong fan base. Cuz that was kind of the same reason why Cleveland moved though too. Cuz I forgot where they played at, probably another Memorial Stadium, because that thing was older than crap. Right. Kozar and them say, you know, you could see rats running through the locker rooms. (laughs) You could see the the walls crumbling and everything else. I I think it goes on. But the Raiders, it's interesting, though, because when you do, I'm glad you brought that up, because when you think about it, the Raiders were in a completely different situation team-wise. Right, than what the than what the Colts were, the Raiders were still relevant, where the colts were were not, so I can kind of understand the city of Baltimore in a way, like you said, you're not getting anything out of it, but the Raiders were relevant, so that's kind of the the interesting thing, and they both decided to move because they wanted new stadiums right and that's the that's the huge thing is i think you're always looking for the new toy and that's why everybody bows down to bows down to these nfl owners at some point whether it's i think Ursay in his case would have had a chipped in a lot a lot more money and i don't think al davis was always the cash richest owner in the nfl I know they say Mark Davis is not very rich in cash, and that's why when Los Angeles came back at him, they were like, "Well, oh, we're going to build you a stadium and probably pay you. There was one, t- one place that gave Al Davis, when they were doing this whole entire thing, in Southern California, some small town gave him like $10 million just to say that he would move there at one point. Really? And don't have to pay it back. I I think it's on the Pete Roselle him and the uh, Dave Davis versus Roselle or there was something I was watching and like one place gave him like a boatload of money just to say it. So obviously you're going to go anywhere and you're going to go where you, I think that's the other thing too, is you're going to go, you're, you're going to want to go where you feel loved as well, no matter what, even like Ursay wasn't very loved by Baltimore. No. So at a
0: certain point, right? Because Ursay took over the team in the 70s, kind of at their peak, right? I, I don't think Ursae was owner for
1: very long. He definitely wasn't the original owner. Well, no, because he traded with Harold or Howard Rosenblum. That's right. They traded Ursay bought funny enough, Ursay bought the Rams and then they traded to the they traded franchises. That's right. Because I think Rose and Blue wanted to be in Los Angeles and Ursay, I think, was like, hey, I'm destined to destroy the Colts. <laughs> but, yeah, I just don't think you see it. I think the you're locked in. You're not locked into good situations, like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, cities. And it, in a way, it's bad for the fans. I understand there's, like, a nostalgia thing going on when it comes to a stadium, uh, the whole Heinz field thing, you know, then I saw people, even I was like, well, what happened If nobody was all up in arms about three rivers <laughs> when that got, it, it, you know, explode or imploded. And, oh my goodness, just, just think about Philadelphia, not being able to get a new stadium and ha- still have to play with those seams and veteran stadium. Oh yeah. Uh, I think the NFL would just become a crusty. It would be it would be an old man crusty league, which coming for me sounds very weird where I should be cheering for that. <laughs> but I think it would just be I don't think it'd be this state of the art league like it is today. It's just here's your stadium, we're not doing it. You're gonna sit there. Like the Cleveland Browns would still be putting bubblegum on rafters at right. this- if they couldn't, if they couldn't move or, you know, even St. Louis couldn't move to Arizona. I think it's just a very different NFL landscape. I don't know if anybody would fold because the fan base in Baltimore is so big. They were good,
0: but I mean, eventually if your stadium can't keep up, I mean, look at Washington stadium, like they they also have a really bad football product, but. You know the team there, it, as as beloved as they were, you know the city wasn't willing to make repairs and fix it up, and 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 now Dan Snyder's looking at a new stadium. Uh, you know right. it, it's they're looking at a new new stadium, but they have issues. Literally, shit fell from the skies like on fans last year at Washington's it was RFK. I think it is. I think they have RFK Stadium. No, RFK has been done. Oh FedEx, years. it was FedEx. I'm sorry, I, It's FedEx.
1: Yeah, it, that's been gone for years. Yeah, they have. That's only open in '97. So, you know what I mean. And then, then the fan, the the the, the guardrails
0: falling off, and all those fans falling out. I, like, I mean, and then every player getting hurt ever that plays on there. So that's all tough. That's all really tough stuff, you know, to 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 deal with. So, and it affects, you know, it affects the money because the NFL is a profit sharing company that's 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 how they operate the more money that everybody pulls in the more money that everybody makes so if you can't do your part to help sweeten the pot it's not a good look and owners might even oust you from your position if you can't get shit done so i feel like i mean i i I truly feel that way um if 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 people are drawing you know no crowds look at the houston oilers their, their move to tennessee they weren't as beloved as that franchise was as beloved as that franchise was mm-hmm. um the astrodome was falling apart they wanted yeah, re- the, they wanted i think they wanted a new stadium or at least re- modern repairs it was very dated when they decided to move
1: yeah and that was old astro turf so that was like carpet yeah it was nothing anything anything good uh so yeah the bills actually do currently hold the oldest NFL stadium. That's uh, great.
0: What do you mean? Like is it Lambo and and Soldier Field?
1: Uh I think cuz those got updates. Okay. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah, I I know. I mean, I I I've worked in the construction business here and they've done updates, but never anything drastic.
1: Or it? Oh, they separated by a- AFC. Okay, but probably Lambo. They done a lot of work on in Soldier Field. Right. They did it by. Okay, they separated it by divisions. Where's Lambo and? But those, those are teams you probably know are not going to go anywhere. Yeah, Lambo was fifty-seven.
0: Yeah, those are historic teams that they're. Yeah, they live and die by
1: their their sports teams. Yeah. And you're not going anywhere. And
0: Chicago's a big enough market too whether you you see it or not. You know, um where again there's going to be no issues. Where a lot of these other teams, okay, if you're not doing well, uh, you know, even Buffalo, I mean look at Buffalo is trying to barter to get out. Give us a new stadium or get out. That's what the Bills were trying to do. We'll go to
1: Austin, Texas. That's probably the one that really stands out most recently in this whole thing of Stadium problems, maybe because we're a little bit closer to the news. I know that snowstorm really got the Vikings a new stadium. That is true. I came crashing
0: through. Yeah, the Metrodome took them a little while because I think they played without the roof for a while.
1: No, they played at University of Minnesota, I believe. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, because the Bears played at the University of. Illinois while well, repairs were getting done. So they do a lot of work to Soldier Field. Right. Okay. But yeah, Buffalo hasn't been upgraded in quite some time. Would what they do? Put in heaters? That was the last time I was there that I, saw something
0: different. Yeah, you know, underneath the kid, awnings. That's where Fitzpatrick was standing
1: at at the in the wildcard game. Where they charge you seventy five dollars just to reserve the seats or something crazy. Something or, silly like that. But
0: screw Yeah. You. It's
1: it's it's one of those things. So um I, it's a bargaining chip. It's a huge, huge, huge bargaining chip. I think. Sorry, go ahead. And Al Davis, as much as people don't like him, he gave your team a fighting chance to stay where they're at by wanting to improve. Right. Like you could say, "Oh, look at that! He ripped that." He ripped that team right out of Oakland. He could do that. And you could villainize him. Okay. You could, you could kind of say he is the villain. But if you look at it, he's kind of the hero in this situation because the NFL had a very, very strong hold on where teams would go or anything of that nature. I know you got to vote, but he was like, listen, I can't survive here. Right. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is the time where the
0: NFL, it really felt like, um, it felt like the teams were kind of in control of their destiny i guess you see a lot of these pop up leagues like xfl like um aaf uh usfl and it's only there's like not really gms and it's, or not really owners it's like one governing body yeah. that kind of controls they are just like okay you're a team in this place you're a team in that place yada 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 but um i i i do think this is probably it's very very important um, you know, that Roselle was allowed to move because uh, again, I, th- I, I, I think there's a lot of issues, but you know, it teams may have fought and it, it does stink for some fans. Cause although there have been, I think 10 moves in total by eight teams since that has happened, I think that's what we counted it as, um, you know, uh, uh, certain teams are less willing. They are like, they were will, they willing to do anything to keep certain teams. I think that's a big reason why Buffalo uh, the city of buffalo has put forth a such a big effort to maintain the bills here ralph wilson right ralph wilson wanted to move them to to toronto was that was it the deal with that and it, again I, i'm only speaking because i'm familiar i'm more familiar with that story
1: yeah there's always been rumors of the moving to toronto through
0: tons. toronto right yeah toronto and you know it if the bills left buffalo it would crush a lot of people. It would yeah. crush a lot of people instead. And, and especially some of our own co-hosts here, uh, you know, on, 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 two point it's, they said it would probably kill the love of football. And I, I understand that, um, you know, unfortunately it like bills ownership knew that bills fans would do any, just about anything to keep them. But honestly, sports wise, the, the bills have been the best part of all of this. Buffalo fans support the Sabres, and we got lacrosse here with the
1: Bandits. But oh my goodness, that's I know we're not talking about it's not at the same level. Hockey uh, on the same level. Have you ever been to the old odd? No, I've, they seen it. I've seen it when it was half like broken down. Oh my goodness, the seating in there was so scary. You literally felt like you were going to just like if you made a wrong move, how staggered it was. Yeah. And steep, you literally, if you felt like you were, like, going to lead over to, like, grab something from the ground, you felt like you were just going to fall into the next row and just keep on going all the way down. That's kind of cool. Scary yeah. but cool. It's, it was not a nice place.
0: <laughs> but, you know, teams like that, they, they'll they they'll be willing to, to move. And if you're not willing, sorry, your city suffers, mm-hmm. unfortunately. St. Louis right now is dying for a football team a a pro football team. They never wanted to see the Rams go, but city, city politics, stuff like that, that's, it, it, came in, it came into play. And now the St. Louis does not have a football team where 10 years ago, you might not have ever thought about the Rams not being a Saint, in St. Louis. Like it was just synonymous. Well, S- San Diego for the longest time with the Chargers, who would have ever thought that San Diego wouldn't have a football team, you know, well, residing in it.
1: Your heart's got to go out to the city of st louis because you've lost two football teams
0: right Cardinals, rams
1: and the cardinals,
0: and the battle hawks from the xfl
1: and the cardinals were there from geez 1960 to 1987. yeah that's 27 years you got a team and then they're ripped and then when did the, the like 95, the Rams show up? Hey, look, we're cool. And then all of a sudden we went, okay, we're going to win a Super Bowl, go to two Super Bowls. And then they're like, yeah, you know what's better? Los Angeles and this billion, like $10 million, billion stadium. Yeah, I said million, billion, because I don't know how much it costs. But that's that's the crazy thing is ultimately – and I think we miss it out as fans where you talk about you know our our fellow co-hosts being crushed if the bills ever left. That ultimately it's it's a business. And sometimes we forget about that in all of our fandom.
0: Right. The team's gotta do unfortunately what's best at the expense of the fans. And like guess you know, San Diego. For a little while, Cleveland fans, you know, felt it. I'm sure they still feel it, too, because that Ravens team has been one of the best franchises, uh, you know, since since its inception. Um, And a brown (laughs) made built those teams, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely crazy. Yeah. The Cleveland one is interesting. I, I feel like the NFL really wanted the Browns to stay in Cleveland, that Browns team. I feel like, I feel like who was it? Was it Taglebu? Taglebu? Yeah, was,
1: Taglebu. Tag,
0: yeah. Whatever the hell his name is. Um. They wanted it. Like those, those older, those, those uh, legacy cities, we'll call them. Like Cleveland, which had so much rich history. They probably really wanted the team to stay there. That's why they gifted them like that, the that
1: the newer Browns franchise. Well, that I th- was, I think that was a lot of the city of Cleveland in a little bit of art model because they just built the what are they? they they were the indians at the time i think they're the guardians now yeah but they just built their baseball team a brand new stadium in jacob's field well i think i mean
0: so- are, are, are they weren't the cleveland indian i mean i'm not, again i'm not a baseball guy however um but i mean the, the indians are pretty one of the most
1: not better teams were they not at least not when they built that stadium they didn't get hot until about maybe 94 95 okay so like they they were getting there in the early 90s but they were better in like the mid 90s once jacobs after jacobs field was built so they're probably is another thing see now i'm like kind of siding with the Ursae and it's not good <laughs> uh, you gotta kind of go back to the Deion Sanders thing when you look good you play good and when you play good they pay good right so if you're in a bum stadium you're gonna play kind of like a bum team maybe because you don't Have the modern amenities, right? And you kind of did mention that too. Is you're not going to go out to the stadium if I say, "Hey, Matt, you got two choices. We're going to go to. We're going. We can go to the Ralph, or we can go to Lucas Oil. I know, or you know, a newer stadium than what the what the Ralph is. I'm pretty sure you're going to pick the newer stadium because probably you want the amenities. Yeah you want that thing last time I was at Ralph or whatever it's called Highmark. I don't even know what it's called anymore Uh, because of the whole sponsorship thing. Yeah. But when I was there last time, it was just the same from when I was first there as a kid, pretty much to me, same. I was first there as a kid in 1988. And I'm like, who wants to come to these games? Especially if the team loses constantly because the stadium sucks. Right. Uh, I might get piss off some Bills fans on that one, but it it hasn't changed. You know, even McDonald's updates their look every once in a while.
0: They do, whether they you know yes for it or not. They do, they do change. So it is one of those important things that yeah, I, I just I, I don't think people realize would would drastically affect uh, how the NFL would probably be shaped today. Uh, I don't think people get that. You know, if the if the Chargers, I don't know, nobody likes that Dean Spanos dude, but, um, you know, the Chargers, despite uh, they belong in San Diego, and I hope that they do return one day. The city of San Diego wasn't as accommodating as maybe they would have liked. Again, I, I know I understand that a lot of these owners are pretty cheap, but I feel like they should pay their fair share of of new stadium fees and and all that stuff, all all the, all the labor that goes into it. But, um, it, you know, there's, there's a big difference. If the Browns could not move to Baltimore, this Baltimore football franchise, if the, you know, Colts couldn't move to Indianapolis, if they had to stay put where they were, you know, well, there would, there would have been your franchise, but you know, a big city like Indianapolis literally just has nothing except the Pacers and uh a Quidditch League a Quidditch team. They have a Quidditch right. league there. And they have a
1: they have a triple A baseball team too. They but. did have a World Hockey League team for a hot minute. They did the Indianapolis Racers. Oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> that was their and I think they kind of had Gretzky on that team for like two seconds.
0: <laughs> so I I think simply put, I don't think we have to go much longer on this episode. Yeah. If if Al Davis doesn't win that his case against the National Football League to kind of move at his you know at his demand right I mean obviously you do, you don't want an owner that's kind of flip flop every chance that he gets the 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 days of going to a new city every year are long gone but if he doesn't win that battle I I, I think you have we have some really troubled franchises and I think the NFL is in trouble they, they've they've found a way to maneuver to all most of the major cities you know two mm-hmm. teams in los angeles as as much as los angeles i don't think cares about f- football pro football you kind of want at least an organization there and, yeah. and you know indianapolis 12th biggest city and i think north america not just the states but in north america you want a team there um you know, maintaining Baltimore, going back to Cleveland. Uh I think they've done a pretty good job with all of that. It's it's so weird too, because like you never hear the Giants and the Jets having any trouble with this sort of stuff, right? I mean you never really hear they moved weird. from the city to the, the to yeah, New I'm Jersey, just, you know, don't technically bring, speaking, but sure. they've never had they're they've never had issues getting a um you know, getting stuff done or having to have like this massive relocation, right? I don't think we ever heard a story about the Jets and Giants threatening to to move
1: to a a, a completely different area. No, I think because the New York City in itself is so big. Yeah, and I think that's kind of the same way with Los Angeles. Is the city so big, you could have two teams? and be 100 fine with it right i think what keeps it because you could probably say well what made chicago so different when it came to football and and everything else is you know you look at the two teams but they're just it's kind of the same way it is with football is it's it's a city split thing of what your preferences. I think North Side Chicago. I I, I hope nobody kills me. North uh, Chicago, South Side roots for the what for the Red Sox. I know people in like Queens, Long Island normally root for the Jets, and then other parts of New York would root for the Giants. Right. But there's enough media coverage to right. go around there. Uh. So yeah, pretty much NFL is the NFL is in every major city population-wise.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if, I don't think they get that if if Roselle doesn't win. So we know how stubborn, Prince, Jesus, I we know how stubborn that the NFL can be at times with a lot of forward-thinking it, things, right? I mean, it, I think
1: we we can all agree on that, that they're very stubborn on a lot of stuff. Especially Roselle. Roselle was very uh, kind of dictator-like. like. I mean, we went through the free agency thing and Geez, how long it took them years to get proper free agency, right? So this really that the 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 dome no oh, celebrating and and some of the this this the stickler
0: rules that they have, they really got to be pushed to 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 make change. It's it's like any major company, unfortunately, but um yeah, it does. It takes a while. It it, it takes a while. They're very very stubborn in, in in their ways with their rules and and in everything. They hate they, I the NFL hates change <laughs> Yes, let's just say that they hate change um i think all people hate change but the nfl as far as expansion and and such they really really hate change when there's a lot I, of things they could do to be better
1: just going off the top of my head i think they've actually had the most teams move out of all the major sports you know, because most teams have kind of settled down and basketball, Vancouver Grizzlies had to move to Memphis. But really, you don't hear about baseball teams moving as much. No, you know, that's kind of where I think that's where they took the model from is the old major league. We're going to have unwritten rules. We're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to do that. And, we're, and I think that's what they kind of, maybe that's what Roselle saw and said, this is what's good. We don't change that much, and we just keep things the way they are. Where if you're not changing, you're going to left behind right a lot of issues. And this was, in a way, no matter how you look at it, good evil. But it, maybe it was a nece- this was definitely a necessary evil for for NFL franchises, and now it's easier though too for a fan just to you know, get the Sunday ticket or something like that. And all of a sudden you're watching your favorite team, no matter where you, where you live, if they got moved or didn't move. But this is definitely one of those things that was really bad, but in hindsight was really good in a way. No, without a a doubt. You'd probably have a little less uh, time to travel to go see a Colts game. Or would it be about the same?
0: I think it's, I think it's the same. Oh, okay. I think, I th- no, no. It's, it's a little less actually. It's a little less. I think it's like four or five hours to Baltimore from here. All right. Yeah. It's called yeah. Indies
1: like nine with traffic. So <laughs> with, tra- with traffic. I like that. But I think that's this is definitely a necessary thing, and we would be in bland NFL world. We wouldn't have recliners. We wouldn't have swimming pools in the stadiums. Yeah, will we even have, like, pirate ships? No, probably because Roselle would have been like, no, we can't do that. That's an OSHA violation. Yeah, (laughs) he seems like that guy. He does. He would be in the corner smoking a cigarette. Oh, Mr. Roselle, you can't smoke in here. I'll tell you what I can do. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, I think the stadiums wouldn't be that way. Like you said, no pirate ships, no giant ah, jumbotrons nothing it would just be bland. bland 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 it would just be constantly the same unless you built something new the city authorized it and what leverage do you have like i said before right if you can't if you can't say i'm gonna move Kind of like the little kid saying, I'm going to run away. I mean, you might not get your way, but when in business, if you say you're going to run away from a place, especially when your team is good, then you're going to get your way. Right. Probably nine out of 10 times. So this was a good move. And I'm glad Mr. Davis did it. Cause I like seeing those fancy stadiums on TV. As do I, as do I, and a Madden
0: video games too. That's always really, right. really cool. So Um, but that is a wrap on this episode. Everybody, we appreciate you, you know, always, always, always appreciate you giving us your time and uh, checking us out. But, um, yeah, as we said at the top of the show, this is going to be our last off season, uh, as of right now, and probably for some time of what ifs in NFL history. Again, we've done so many, um, that you can only go so far. So um, we'll enjoy these last ones. Uh, We'll try and get you the best ones that we could possibly uh, put together and throw at you. All right. So, you know, you left off on a good note. So we're not leaving you with, uh, you know, we're not reaching for the very bottom of the barrel. All right. just kind of maybe halfway three quarters down the barrel, um, you know, to get you some kind of quality stuff. But uh, next year we're going to go in the video game direction. It's been a while since I've actually, had a podcast that's centric towards video games, and obviously, you know, we're going to talk about all things NFL, but our Monday episodes next off season will be um, will be video game based, which should be a lot of fun. I think uh, a lot of people do appreciate the art of video games and um, yeah, it should be cool. It, it, it'd be interesting for I think me and Andrew to kind of just get out of our comfort zone with certain wow certain video games and, and such. And, and for me playing some of these old classic, I, I do appreciate the old classics. Um, but just, just trying to figure out like, you know, put ourselves back in that time period and see what was, um, you know, what was the, what was the standard of video games back then for, for football? So it was, it was low. it was pretty low. We got, <laughs> there's a lot of really great ones. We, so
1: I think the way that I look at these games is the same way that, uh, it kind of in the show when you talk about licensing. Yeah. It seemed like at one point, pretty much every football player, as long as you were good, had their own game at one point. <laughs> so I almost thank Madden for taking over exclusive rights because I got really tired of like Troy Aikman football, John Elway football. uh Jeez, Emmitt Smith football. Mike Sanders primetime. Yeah, that was the the new sponsor. That okay, that one was interesting. I'll get it. I can't wait to do that one. Red Fire Quarterback Club. Yeah. Oh my goodness, there are so many quarterback clubs. There. I just saw one. It was like Mike Dick's old school pigskin or something. Oh God. For I think Sega, and I'm like, I didn't even know this existed.
0: I almost want to explore. Like, I, there's a part of me that doesn't want to, uh,
1: just like. I almost want to stay away from man and just do all the other ones, like all. The, yeah. I, I'm not gonna lie. I think that might be our best bet because man and so it's still there, and it could almost be its own thing in a way. Yeah, but I like I like the other ones. I like my Mutant League Football. I like popping in the quarterback club, even though they don't probably always are the best. It's we'll figure out because I want to do.
0: I mean, if I'm going to do a video game one, I think we want to do like, I think we want to do all of them in
1: an off season, right? Or most of them. yeah. Most of
0: them. Maybe lump some of the Maddens like because most some people do buy them every other year. Just like lump them like like lump two into an episode. I would say the go by generation of console. Yeah, we'll figure it out, though. We'll figure it
1: out. Yeah, we
0: got we got a long time before we have to map out how we're going to approach that.
1: I was looking at the good old retro pie and it was like wow there's a lot of football games mm-hmm. even if it's not an NFL game it's still a football game absolutely
0: so but that is it everybody thank you so much for tuning in on behalf of Andrew and I till next time the two point conversation is good 319 Three, we have a spot